Hi, this is Nayetta. Hi, this is Sid. And welcome to The Help Show. Welcome back to Addicted to Losing Yourself for our final thoughts. When Sin and I first spoke about this subject, we had an open discussion about what we thought drug addiction was. Now that we have heard from the professionals, we hope that you're better equipped to identify what substance abuse and drug addiction really is. So, does it matter if you try it? Did you know, in 2012, nearly 24 million Americans aged 12 and older had abused an illicit drug per the National Institute on Drug Abuse? According to the drugabuse.com database, 100 people die every day from drug overdoses. This rate has tripled in the past 20 years. And in 2010, opiate painkillers such as morphine, oxycontin, and Vicodin were tied to almost 60% of drug overdose-related deaths. How can we help? I learned a lot. And when I mean I learned a lot, I learned what drug addiction was and how it, it doesn't go straight into being a drug addict drug addiction it takes it takes a course it's like you know it goes through steps and what I learned was that what Miss Fuella did she explained it to me like like a cult so she she said well when you get a cold what are your symptoms so it's kind of like what are your drug addiction symptoms so you have symptoms and then what are you like your your symptoms are what your cold um, runny nose you got coughs Sometimes you have a fever, that's that's your symptoms. But what happens if you don't take care of those symptoms, it turns into the flu. So I thought that was a really great analogy because it it doesn't your drug addiction just doesn't start off as, as a drug addiction. You kind of start playing with it. You know, you have a smoke here, you have a smoke there, and then if you don't quit smoking, then you start smoking more to reach that first high, and then you become like it doesn't you don't start it doesn't start with the walking pneumonia or the, the flu it starts with the cold so I thought that was a great analogy Sam. I agree with you I think that analogy is great because something that occurs it's kind of like when people say oh this is a gateway drug so once you cross that gate there's a flood that comes through so it's a great analogy that she gave you in terms of how to really easily explain what a drug addiction is and the course it takes and how people become addicted when they're abusing substances. Um, what did you feel about your interview in terms of the differences in identifying symptoms with somebody you're looking at when it comes to, you know, like how did you feel about that? Because, you know, and you interviewed with, you know, two people and they're big, they're big people in our community. You know, they're, they're involved with rehabilitation programs and they're involved with centers that we can reach out to. So Nayetta's interviews, I feel like they're really informational in terms of providing that information. Well, what I did like about Ms. Fuella, I really enjoyed both of the young ladies. What I, about the relapse, that's what really caught my attention because she told me after you go and you have the, you have the flu, they give you medication. So if you don't take out your medication, you don't finish all the medication that you that they've given you for this flu it comes back and it's just like a drug addiction so if you go and get help and you don't get the full help you go into relapse which i thought was pretty interesting um i also thought with the symptoms to identify it 
we did talk about i think it was new jack city i did you know <laughs> drug addiction is not a funny matter but i thought with I think what would help me, I think it was Pookie from New Jack City when he was like in the was it and he was in the corner and he was shaking, those the symptoms like he was all sweating and sweaty. Yeah, and I was like but that helped me visualize what but every symptom is not gonna be like that. Every symptom is not gonna be but that's a relapse. So, so yeah, that's so well basically I think signs and symptoms of drug abuse, of substance abuse and drug addiction, there's a large range. Like when Nayana first and I first went over this in our open discussion in our intro, you know, we went down a list of WebMD signs and symptoms of what drug addiction was and we thought, what are what is drug addiction? What really, really are things that we can see that'll direct us to conclude that somebody is addicted to drugs or abusing substances. So interviewing with these people and um, in my interview with Miss Carol, you know, she showed us the difference between like social users and emotional users and when to really identify when somebody's having an issue once once they finally bankrupt themselves spiritually, emotionally, financially. Correct. Yes. So this is what, you know, we want to help bring awareness to is when you're looking at somebody are they addicted to drugs? Are they playing around with substance abuse? What are signs and symptoms? And then the predispositions. So now that you, now that Nayeta has explained to you, okay, so you're gonna try something, and it doesn't like automatically make you a drug addict, but you're gonna walk down this road. And then what happens? Tolerance. And your tolerance level. You need more, and you're never. You can never get back the six months you had when you first started. So that that high that you had when you first did the drug you will never get it back and it, I wrote something down and you guys can't see this but it's, it was saying like one is never enough no one is not enough in a thousand you want more or something like that I thought that was pretty good like I never thought about that because I've never been addicted to anything and then I'm thinking about addictive personalities and when you were talking to Miss Beverly she was saying she said the same thing you know some people have addictive personalities like you want a whole bunch of like sneakers or Dr. Dre beats or you have a collection of things you know instead of stopping at one you have to have all 50 of the collection I don't know but I'm just not I've learned so much from this interview because it isn't in my opinion this is an opinion it is important if you have an addictive personality or not because if you have addictive personality then you continue to use drugs because you have that addictive personality and in to have those things instead of being a casual smoker or I guess a casual pot smoker or a casual what, what pill she popper a casual pill popper you can stop at any time because you don't have those addictive personalities with Miss Beverly I really like the fact that Miss Beverly did share something with us Miss Beverly shared with us that she has been clean for 26 years so I'm going to Tip my hat, tilt my hat off to Miss Beverly. Congratulations, Miss Beverly, because that is that is truly a fight, and I feel that what I'm learning that you once a, once an addict is kind of always an addict. You're never truly Clean. recovered yeah. from drug, like you know, drug addiction. It's a recovery process that's ongoing. So and you're never cured. That's what I meant to say. You're yeah. never, you're never cured. So her going day to day life, being clean for 26 years, that is, when I mean that is amazing. I'm not gonna cuss, but that's amazing. You wake up every day and you have to fight the demons you, within. Man, that's and, amazing. And when she spoke about, you know, having those every color of everything, it's that 
obsessive compulsive personality it's that addictive personality so now that it's not drugs it's something else and in order to really identify your addictive personality is to hold yourself accountable so you're no longer addicted to drugs and you've transferred to something else you have to acknowledge that and you have to try to control it and then deal with it so here she is the executive uh, director over there at Nexus Rehabilitation Center. They have two locations. This is a beautiful, beautiful And we want, yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful place. Um, they take in people that need help. They have a detox program, an extensive recovery program, and they also provide aftercare for those that are recovering or need help in the process of relapsing even, and you can return. That's something that you can visit our website, which we can provide information on at a later time. But... In terms of how we can help, you know, you don't forget Dallas Life. Yes, Dallas Life um, is also a facility, and they have free rooms, they have um, free meals, and then also their system of transportation. So if you can't make it to Nexus, you always have an, another an, another, another way, resource, another resource to be able to get help, which is important. So if you can't, if you're you know financially, spiritually, truly dis you know, growth. I think Dallas Life, with the support that they give, I think is an amazing facility. I toured it. I think it's a great facility. So, just to recap on our final thoughts, I think that we all had our own ideas about what drug addiction was. I edited. I did. We went <laughs> yes. over it. Yes. And yes. so, after listening to the professionals and really listening to people that have either been through it or deal with it on the day-to-day basis, or they're helping people recover. You know, we now know what the signs and symptoms are. They're very exaggerated. You know, you want to pay attention to these things. And we keep referring back to our dear friend, Lane Andrew, because he had all the signs and symptoms that we kind of saw, but we didn't know how to, yeah, we couldn't, we didn't know how to correlate them with the help that he may have needed or, or the intervention that he may have needed, which could have possibly allowed a different turn before him ending his life. And um, if you go on any of these websites, whether it's WebMD on drug abuse and substance abuse, or you go to any of these uh, websites where you can Google, it'll show you the signs and symptoms and provide you with hotlines or um, local resources that you can tap into just to like answer a few more questions. And then moving on, Nayana, you know, she reached out to the community. We both did. And we reached out to the community because you can receive, whether it's free help, regardless of your situation, whether you need a counselor to talk to in terms of somebody that is dealing with the substance abuse and you don't know how to deal with it yourself, you know, and then there's people that are at the rehab centers and, you know, there's help out there. And we want to reiterate, we want to reiterate that, you know, this is what the help show is about. Help. We, we want you to help. know. Yes, we want we you to help. know that you're not in this fight alone. That you know we can fight this fight, like fight this fight together. You know we're gonna walk with you. So again, you know we're here to provide you with the information that you need. Um, no judgment. Just know At that all. if you're you're At in a situation where we're not you, we're, we're, yes, we're not here to judge. We're here to help. Whether you. you're in a situation, <laughs> you see someone else in the situation, reach out and help. You know, develop the trust. Reach out and talk to people. You know, talk to yourself. But then also listen to people. Don't always, mm-hmm. you know, when someone is expressing how, they, how they're feeling or if they're expressing that they feel they have an addiction, don't be the person to judge. But then also don't be the person to hinder that person as well. Because you can hinder people by giving in or giving too much. 
Are you enjoying The Help Show? Visit us at thehelpshow.com or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Periscope. So this is how I feel that we're going to help our listeners to understand what drug addiction is by knowing the facts on what the professionals have, you know, they what exactly. they educated us about. As well as the predispositions that individual may have towards drug addiction in terms of like their biology or their environment or, you know, just the the, the nature and nurture of of the entire situation that can lead to your choices in becoming drug addicted or uh, abusing substances. And then also speaking with Miss Sherry, it doesn't always start as an addiction and as an addiction. It starts it, it's a form. It forms into an addiction. What's the analogy she gave you? So the analogy that Miss Sherry gave me was having the flu. Mm-hmm. So the flu doesn't start as a flu. It starts as a cold. And then she says, then she tells me, what is the symptoms of a cold? You, you know, we discuss, you know, hot, cold, headache, runny nose, those things are the symptoms. And then the symptoms turn into a flu. And that's just like drug addiction. You're not, you don't start out as mm-hmm. an addict. You form into an addict. So it's kind of like how you see someone using drugs and we would ask, like, how do you know if somebody's addicted to drug or they're just abusing the substance? So... Essentially, it's like you're going to abuse a substance, and eventually, if you don't stop abusing the substance, you have a really great risk of becoming a drug addict. But then, also, what we learned from Mr. Sherry and Ms. Beverly and Ms. Estella is that everyone doesn't, they don't have an addictive yes. personality. So, with that being said, some people, they try drugs frequently. Some and, people use it socially. And the people that use it frequently... Those are the ones that become the addicts, and those that use it socially. Sometimes, what what was explained to us by the, the ladies, where you become addicted over time, it's mm-hmm. not a, it's not as a quick process as someone mm-hmm. using it, you know, frequently yeah. all the time. So sometimes you, some people use it once, they get addicted. Sometimes people use it ten times, they never get addicted, they move on. Some people use it once and they die. Yeah. So. You know, when it comes down to what drug addiction is, with all the interviews that we've conducted, the basic knowledge or the explanation that we have now, which, you know, Nayara and I had open discussion about this, so we were like, what is it, what is it? I think that none of us were really wrong about what we thought about it. No, I don't, I don't, because it is an addiction. Mm -hmm. Look, all those pair of shoes, that is an addiction. It is an addiction. So I wasn't, (laughs) I wasn't all the way wrong. (laughs) But now we have a... A deeper understanding of what it actually is so bottom line addiction is is when you become completely obsessed with this substance it has caused this chemical change within you like you said the brain disease right right, it, right. and like miss beverly said it makes you it causes to abuse the drugs that leads to change to the mm-hmm. to the structure of the brain. So you, you become morally, emotionally, financially we, bankrupt. I like, you know what? That was a good one. <laughs> bankrupt. So like everything, everything in life, it doesn't matter. Your need for this substance supersedes everything. 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 From your health, from your your outer, um, like what you what you look like, um, mm-hmm. you're taking care of your children. 
um, your poor judgment of friends, your poor judgment of life, your poor judgment of pretty much everything that you do, do in life. Um, you, you're, you're neglecting your, all, all kinds of stuff. You're, ne, you're ne, um, neglecting your responsibilities. So this flows into the signs and symptoms of what drug addiction and substance abuse is. Because when we first had open discussion, Nayeta and I, we had uh, we had you guys follow us on WebMD. Right. So we read, you know, these vague symptoms and these general little sayings, you know, like, not washing not your washing hair. Not washing your hair, yeah. Bloodshot eyes. And not from being tired, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. So now we can go further in depth to what these signs and symptoms really are. So, so for um, your tolerance over time, you know, you build up a tolerance for these drugs. So that's one of your that's one of your symptoms, the, the tolerance that you pretty much build up. Um, you, like I said before, the poor judgment is one of the symptoms. Um, your poor judgment on friends your poor judgment on your day-to-day routine and what you have going on as far as, you know, going to work, um, not actually doing the drug on your, on your um, lunch break. That's a poor decision. Um, you know, um, what? Not picking your kids up, which that fa- which that falls into neglecting responsibilities. Yes. Which that, remember you said, um, financially bankrupt, which mm-hmm. that's, what, neglecting your responsibilities as far as your finances, paying your bills, you know, your day-to-day life, what keeps you afloat in life. Um, you develop unhealthy friendships, which I can under, I, can, I see that because we did all, we, talk, we talked about that with Miss Beverly and also we spoke about that with Miss Sherry. And you do develop unhealthy friendships because you're around those same type of people that are doing drugs. So that's not healthy. You have the same people, you're around the same people that have the same addiction that you have now what in all types of minds in your mind does that make that you know healthy so those are some of the you know the signs and symptoms to to reiterate something as vague as like you know not washing your hair you may look at someone and they just had a rough week and didn't remember to wash their hair but (laughs) the signs and symptoms go deeper into that like let's just say like if you guys heard the part where Miss Beverly were talking about like the signs and symptoms of withdrawal, like they're scratching or, you know, they're not sleeping. So, you know, when, when there was a little pandemic of people using cheese, which was that concoction of heroin yeah, and, and Tylenol 3, parents didn't even know what their children were doing because they would just walk in a room and think their child was sleeping, but they, their child was dying. They, so what, what was it called again? What was that drug called? Cheese. Cheese. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So you really have to look at the signs and symptoms. Like we said before, they're overly exaggerated. They're things where like you look at a person, it's are you losing weight because you've been working out or are you drastically losing weight because you're using drugs? You, yeah. That you is, have it, to. it is a big difference because it's unhealthy. Mm-hmm. It's an unhealthy look. People that I've known personally that have done coke and they, you know, they lose all this weight. They're losing their face. Their skin, be, their skin begins to break out. They have all these different symptoms of, of unhealthiness. So, so just look for these signs and symptoms. And going back to what Nayeta said about, you know, the, the company you keep, the friends you keep. We, you know, she emphasizes that because, you know, going back to our last series of podcasts where we lost our friend Lane Andrew to suicide, he did have substance abuse issues and Nayeta wants to emphasize on that because he kind of withdrew from us you know and like we would be out and he would disappear for 30 minutes 45 and, minutes at a time and just pop up out of nowhere and you asked where you were remember you told me you went out one time and yeah. he was like oh no I'm, I'm waiting for him down the street yeah 
<laughs> and he's like, we're down the street. So these are the signs yeah. and symptoms because, you know, and the friends, the company you keep. Because once you get to a point of dependency with drug addiction, right. you no longer feel connected to the people that love you or want to help you. You want to hang out with the people that condone your bad behavior. Your bad behavior because they're doing the same thing you're doing. So those are the signs and symptoms that you have to look look at when you, you think someone's going through this or you think you're going through this you you may not be able to identify it but somebody from the outside looking in and then also i feel isolation is a really big part of the symptoms you know you do isolate yourself from people that you do you do isolate yourself from pretty much the world because you're on such this high and on such an addiction that you really don't want to hear what is right sometimes they're so far gone you're not even there anymore. You're a shell. So intervention is, is something else, you know. And again, there's a lot of resources that we can provide. And we have a lot of professionals on, on standby if you visit our website, which will provide the information to you at the end of this. But this uh, leads to the road to recovery, how important it is to understand where there are resources for you to reach out and help somebody or help yourself if you feel like you're fighting this fight because you're not alone, we're here to help. But it is important for you guys to know that drug addiction is not curable. It's not curable. It's not curable. It's not cure. The recovery is an ongoing process. It's a process for life. You it's wake a, up every day. Every day and you and fight for this. Yes. And you fight for this to be clean every single day. You fight for your life every day. Like... Congratulations, like you said before, to Miss Beverly for 26 years. Yes, and being being in her position, I feel that you know, having firsthand experience, she is able. She's the executive director over there at Nexus Rehabilitation Center, and I think being in her position, she has a deeper understanding and a deeper connection with those that she serves at that location because she understands to the very, very depths of what drug addiction and substance abuse is and what the people deal with. And she's been, she's, yeah, she's actually been there. She's been in their shoes. So she's not speaking from an inexperienced place. She's speaking from a, a very experienced place. And she's speaking from, from the heart. And she's speaking from, you know, truly just understanding where these people, how they feel, what they're going through, their fight that they're going through as well. So the recovery process is something that requires a lot of support and um, accountability. So when you spoke to Miss Sherry or Miss Estella, what are they doing over there for the, for the people that need to go through the recovery process? Well, what they're doing, they are, well, what Miss, not Mrs. Sherry, but Miss Estella, they're providing free meals, they're providing um, transportation, they're providing uh, pretty much shelter, place for them to recover. Um, so they're providing these a support system, a, basically, pretty much a support system. Yeah, you know, and for to help them to, they're providing counseling as well because this is you just don't go in and say I want to be clean. That you have to go through counseling so they can understand. So mm-hmm. when you go in, when you go into the facilities, what they do, they do counsel you. Mm-hmm. And then they also see what type of drugs you were on because it is important to see, what ti- yeah, to see what t- um, type of drugs that you're on so they can help you. Um, they, it, is a, it is a huge support system. 
So I guess the common grounds for all recovery centers is, you know, some are more intense than others. Like at Nexus, you know, Miss Beverly went over how you come in and it's like a triage, you know, and if you need to be put through the detox center, they have one there. If you need to be put through a program, whether it's 15 days, whatever the duration is, there's a program to recover and there's steps to take to recovery. So I think that both of the places are great places. The people, the ladies that we interviewed, um, Nexus, um, what a, it's a great place to go. But I, with Nexus, it's a little bit different than Dallas Life because Dallas Life is free. So yeah. we, you have to let the viewers know one is free, one is not. And this is saying that you can get help no matter what. So, you know, if you want to go to a place where, you know, a facility that is free then you have the choice of going to Dallas Life but then if you want to go to a different facility they take insurance there they, take, most they do have funding to try to not turn people away right. but um just know that there is resources and that you're not fighting this fight alone that Nayara and I the part of the help show the help show team we're here to support you through this battle and we um want you to know that you can recover you have to identify what drug addiction is so we hope that you know our podcasts have provided that information to you you can go on many websites provided to you online for signs and symptoms if you're unsure there's multiple hotlines you can call to speak to somebody about whether it's yourself or somebody who needs intervention right and also the show helps helps the viewers to help other people by being to show to be awareness. aware. So being having awareness is extremely important, and I we hope truly that you guys really got something from the interviews that we um, that we did with the young ladies, and um, we want to first say thank you for listening. Yes, and if you need resources, we will be posting it up on thehelpshow.com. So continue to follow us and. Yes. We want to thank you for joining us at The The Help Help Show. For more information, visit us on our website at thehelpshow.com. Thank you for listening and please stay tuned.